Aquarius Kelly, Love and Ambition, A Digital Diary, Saturday, June 27th, 2020. The time now is 12.43 p.m. And I wanted to make the time to discuss falling in love with the challenge and finding comfort in the challenge. What led me to this thought was a photo that was taken back in November, November 10th, 2019. In the afternoon, 1.38 p.m., this was taken in Bermuda. When I was out in Bermuda, me and my brother, we went out there to attend Driven Society's Inspire Bermuda Conference, the inaugural Inspire Bermuda Conference. Shout out to Trav, Natalia, Franz, the entire DS team, as well as all of the wonderful speakers and panelists that participated in the conference. And there was a photo that I took on the beach. And in this photo, while thinking back about this photo, actually today, this afternoon when I was in my kitchen, one of the first things that came to mind was the following thought. And that thought is, my attention span for comfort has always been considerably less than my attention span for challenge. And that made me think about my upbringing, my childhood, and whether or not I can validate that thought. A lot of times I, I say things, but I don't only say it or think it, I look to validate it. What is evidence of it? And what I look to be sufficient evidence for this is I was never the type of person to sit back and and be programmed or sit back and watch TV unless I was watching sports but again even within that the reason why I liked sports and watched sports is seeing the competition seeing how athletes overcame a certain challenge so it, wasn't, it was less entertaining for me and more of a learning experience for me, as crazy as that may sound. When I think back of me in the fifth grade, 98, watching the Bulls go in their last championship run, I was really amazed with the challenge and how athletes overcome or come back from being behind. That's what amazed me. And in thinking about that, I really thought about what makes me tick. And for me, comfort never really made me tick. I've always been intrigued by challenge. I've always been intrigued by setbacks and obstacles and what I need to do and how I can go about overcoming the obstacles that were in front of me. And that's essentially what drives me, is the challenge. Even entering my first year as a teacher, going through ups and downs, balancing 
my second year as a teacher with being a partner at Seedburger and taking on many tasks. And those days, many days, many, many days where I would go to sleep at two in the morning to wake up at five in the morning. And it sounds insane. I'm sure it is a little bit insane. However, that's what helped to prepare me for who I am today. But even more so, when I look back, even in regards to what prepared me to do and balance the things that I was doing and balancing with Seedburger and being a teacher, even before that, as a substitute, doing Uber, pulling similar, similar shifts and hours, working throughout the weekend, waking up at 4 a.m. So the grind was still the same. Prior to that, it was Home Depot, waking up at 4 a.m. to be at work at 6 a.m. because I like to allow myself adequate time in the morning to prepare. So I told myself, okay, if I have to be to work and work from 6 to 3, I want to be mentally prepared to do so and be ready for the day. So I started waking up two hours before I had to be to work. And that's essentially where that started for me is when I was 19, 20 years old. I just felt it was something that needed to be done. It came out of self-awareness and knowing myself, knowing that in order for me to perform at my highest level, I need adequate time in the morning to prepare for the day. And I've done insane shifts while working at Home Depot. I've done insane shifts. I don't want to go into details because I don't want to get anyone in trouble. So as I look back on this photo from when I was in Bermuda, even on a beach in a, in a place where most people would be kicking back, laid back, relaxing, I thought about even when I'm in relaxing environments, Miami included, when I live downtown, I live literally seven minutes away from South Beach. I was the only person in my apartment with a car. So if I wanted to, I could be on South, I could be at South Beach every single day. But that wasn't, it's not a part of my pedigree. I was more known as that person who was always working, always on the computer, always doing something. Because for me, comfort isn't productivity. Comfort is more reflection. I use comfort as a way to reflect on the things I've done or the challenges that I've been through or challenges I may be going through. But I don't need that much time for reflection, right? Therefore, I don't need much time to be on a beach or lay on a beach. All I need is maybe an hour or two, right? Because Again, this goes back to just being mission and purpose driven for me and my archetype. I want to change lives. I'm set on that. I want to impact more lives. I'm set on that. I want to uplift the condition of humanity. I'm set on that. I want to empower communities. I'm set on that. I want to invest in the collective future of society. These are all of the things that I am set on. These are all of the things that excite me. Interacting with people, having a meaningful exchange 
when it comes to dialogue and conversation. This is what invigorates me. This is what gives me energy. And yes, it's beautiful to go on vacation, kick back, lay back. But for me, that's secondary. That's after the work, right? When it's time for me to reflect, kick back, lay back, enjoy the time, enjoy the moment. But again, that doesn't last but for so long because it's only a matter of time before another thought, another idea is going to come to mind and it's time to execute. Time to go back to the drawing board, go back to the office, hit the streets, analyze culture, revisit conversations and discussions, right? So this is what, again, drives me. And it made me do a lot of thinking in regards to where comfort fits into my life. And it's good for me because I'm learning now, even as I'm talking about this, is comfort provides me with time to reflect. That's, that's what comfort does for me is the time to reflect. However, what drives me is challenge. And then falling in love with that challenge. And just being driven by that, that challenge. So, lastly, I can say that I'm also thankful and grateful for the ability to mix work and play. The ability to integrate business with pleasure. Because when I was away in Bermuda, it was essentially a business trip. I was out there with Driven Society, Inspire, Bermuda, Conference. So not only was I in a lovely place, a beautiful place, but I was out there for a purpose, with a purpose. And that purpose, as it remains today, is to continue to build a community aimed at empowering creatives to fulfill their dreams. That's what Driven Society represents. And providing people with the resources to do so, whether it's creating spaces for conversation and dialogue with people and leaders within their industry who are making things happen, or creating content which does the same and shares the messages and stories of people in their industries making things happen. So for me, the balance in between the challenge, the hard work, which I love, and also the comfort and reflection and, and pleasure comes through platforms like this, comes through my love for media and going to events, working events, participating in events, speaking at events, moderating events, facilitating events. These are all things that will happen more as time unfolds. I will travel more, thankfully, gratefully, I'm blessed. I will travel more, meet more people. And this is what I call a lifestyle 
which allows me to integrate work and play and live in harmony with work and play, doing what I love to do, educating, teaching, doing what I love to do, all while continuing to enjoy the moments and have fun. We did karaoke out there, which was like super, super turned up. Um, it was a unforgettable moment. Still have footage, footage of that. I'm sure we'll do it again. And we're out there just helping to provide access and resources and opportunities and knowledge and insight to the locals in Bermuda. And that was a great experience again. So to wrap things up, it's important that we understand who we are as people because we are all different. What makes me tick does not make someone else tick. However, there are subsets and archetypes of people who are similar to myself and we can connect and see each other for who we are. But it's also important to understand who other people are and respect them for who they are and gain understanding for who they are and have that sense of of respect for who others are as well because we can help out and we can continue to be helped it's really a matter of just keeping that in mind and knowing that great teams consist of different players who bring different skill sets to the table. If we were all the same, there's only but so much progress we can make. However, because we are different, we are able to make much more progress, all right? So being different is what helps to create the change as long as we're all on the same accord and we all want better for humanity. We just all want to create a better place and space to live and exist and grow and evolve. So with this being said, Aquaeus Kelly, love and ambition, a digital diary, much peace, much love, much happiness.